At Freedom HealthWorks, we're focused on putting medical professionals back in control of their practices. Utilizing a structured, tailored approach to business, startup, and operations, it could make sense for you to work with our professional team to avoid expensive pitfalls and, more importantly, expedite your journey to success. As we all know, time is money. If you're involved in the practice of medicine and desire to practice free of headaches and constraints, reach out for a no-obligation consultative conversation. Call us today at 317-804-1203 or visit freedomhealthworks.com. Welcome to Healthcare Americana, coming to you from the Freedom Doc Studios. I am your host, Christopher Habig, the CEO and co-founder of Freedom HealthWorks. This is a podcast for the 99% of people who get care in America. We talk to innovative clinicians, policymakers, patients, caregivers, executives, and advocates who are fed up with the status quo and have a desire to change it. We take you behind the scenes with people across America that are putting patients first and restoring trust in American health care. Joining us today is a longtime friend of mine, friend of the show, and an amazing beacon, guiding light out there in the industry, Jay Kempton, the president and CEO of the Kempton Group, and I might add, one of the founders of the fantastic Free Market Medical Association. Jay, it is always a pleasure to have you back. You're, you're one of my favorite repeat offenders. Yeah, likewise, Chris. Thanks for having me. Now, the timing of this discussion, obviously, we have the 2023 Free Market Medical Association Annual Conference coming up in May, May 3 through 5. And what always amazes me about that is a collection of people getting in the same room. And we're going to talk about that in the the latter half of the episode. But Jay, I, I always am very curious to hear your story and to hear how you guys do things at the Kempton Group, because you are in the business of insurance. And you might hate me for saying something like that and phrasing it that way, but you're helping people in this industry that is so opaque and so just wasteful, but you guys are doing something completely different and it works. And when we talked about, hey, let's get Jay back on the show, I'm scratching my head immediately. Like, why aren't more people in the insurance industry doing things like Jay is? Why aren't they following the Kempton Group's lead? So Jay, give us a little bit of background again, You know, for those who might not have heard your previous episodes, give us a little bit about the Kempton Group and really what makes you guys different and what sets you apart. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Yeah, so we we are, the Kempton Group, we're a independent um, third-party administrator. We've been around, been in business since 1969. I'm second generation. Third generation is already working here at the company. And so my daughter and my son um, are uh, hopefully going to carry on the, the family business. But some of the things that we do differently, first off, you know, some of our, our fundamentals are different. Foundational principles are different. One of them is, you know, we're not responsive to anybody other than our clients. So, you know, we are being that we're independent. We don't take any outside investment. That doesn't necessarily explain everything about why we're different, but it does tend to to simplify things. We we are really looking for what's the best thing for our customers. We don't have to answer to, again, outside investors or Wall Street or anything like that. But since we've been in this business so long, we really feel like we're trying to take the self-insured industry back to its roots. In the early 90s in Oklahoma is when I got into this business. And that's when managed care, Chris, was starting to to take off. That's where you started to have these preferred provider networks and, and just managed care in general 
starting to really, you know, hit its stride. What was there before, though, were generally self-insured employers that were highly proprietary about their health plan. They had sponsored a health plan on their own, and they had hired a third-party administrator, possibly a consultant, but not to help them buy health insurance, but to help them run their plan to make sure that their plan reflected what was important to them and their employees. That's very, very different from what we look at today. Now we look at things as that, well, you're buying a product and the whole idea of an employer owning their health plan and hiring individuals that help them manage their plan to their needs and their employees' needs, that's really been lost with all of the intermediaries coming into the healthcare space. In that mystery, I guess that questioning, that 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 trend to having that ownership lost, I mean, that like creates, like I said before, opaqueness, that creates expense, that creates confusion. And I think anybody who is either in the process of looking at insurance plans, especially from employers and small businesses are looking at this and saying, I don't know where to start. So how does Kempton Group distinguish yourselves from somebody else out there who is going after that self-funded company? Yeah, that's a great question. Again, we start with the premise that, you know, if you are going to have a self-insured plan where it's your nickel and or your employee's nickel, depending on the employee contributions into the plan, then you are really in the, the business, as far as running your health plan is concerned, you're in the business of buying health care for your employees and their dependents and, and helping them buy the most efficiently as they can. Highest quality, lowest cost. And by the way, you are totally ill-equipped to be able to do that. (laughs) And so we will then explain to the employers, okay, if you're in the buying business, you need to understand how this business works, where the pitfalls are, where are the good places to buy healthcare, where are the bad places to, you need to be a savvy buyer and you need to surround yourselves with individuals that can help you be a better buyer. They've never been talked to like that. They've never had it explained to them as running a self-funded health plan is really being a buyer and you need to find high quality sellers. So that's really the, the beginning. And once they kind of have their mindset straight and calibrated appropriately, then we start talking about medical providers that are focusing on high value, transparency, quality. Then we start to talk about how are we going to incentivize and help navigate your employees to help them make better buying decisions? And we're going to then build your health plan to where it rewards financially your employees when they do buy better. It's really, again, about creating a framework and an ownership mentality, not just with the employer, but all the way down to the employees, their spouses, and their dependents. When you go into a business that did things, I'm going to say, in a different way than what you're talking about right there, and a lot of times they'd they'd pick a plan and say, great, here's a network. I don't have to worry about this for another year. Yeah, costs went up. That sucks. When they talk to you and your group, what are those conversations like? Is there ever a light bulb moment where you're talking to somebody who makes those decisions and all of a sudden they're like, oh my gosh, I get it. I need to take ownership of this. This is what's best for my people. And then a follow-up question for you, Jay. How do you have that conversation with really the rank and file when they're undergoing, you know, what I'm going to consider kind of a change in their benefits? Because that is very scary to a lot of business owners. 
Yeah, there was a lot of questions in there, but I'll, let me try to <laughs> unpack that a little bit. You know, really what you're trying to dismantle is probably a generation or two of conventional wisdom around healthcare. And, you know, we've been told and we've understood that whether you're fully insured or you're self-funded, it's always somebody else's money. When you're self-insured, it certainly isn't somebody else's money. It's your money. I already kind of talked about that. But when you start talking to the rank and file about all of the games that are played in healthcare and how they get ripped off, you start to have to almost have go into guerrilla warfare mode because immediately they think, well, a $5,000 MRI must be better than a $500 MRI. And you've got to be able to address that and say, no, it's not that the $500 MRI is cheaper. It's more about why is the $5,000 MRI so expensive? So you have to start to unpack that. You have to also get them to understand why they should care about this. Most self-insured employers, they look at their health plan and their health plan spend from a self-insured perspective. They look at it through the exact same lens as they look at payroll. So when the health plan expenditures go up the next year, they're having generally the discussion about, well, what are we going to do about our increasing health care expenses at the same time when they're discussing raises and bonuses? And once you explain that to an employee that, listen, all of these dollars are coming out of the same pot, the same pot that pays your paycheck. And so if you want to get a raise, you want to get a bonus, we have to be a better consumer of healthcare, and we cannot continue to get ripped off. There is a tremendous amount of education, though, Chris, and you know, using comparisons, using explanations, using data, all can help you do that. You know, we're blessed to, to live here in Oklahoma City, which is there's not anything different about Oklahoma City other than we've had some free market rebels have been in this space for much longer than other places around the country. And so we are able to hold up some extremely reputable medical providers, such as Surgery Center of Oklahoma, such as Oklahoma Heart Hospital, that have been really out there trying to compete with other medical providers strictly based on their quality and their cash price, their out-the-door price from everything from a bunionectomy to open-heart surgery. And so when you can point to, say, an ankle surgery at Surgery Center of Oklahoma that costs $2,300 versus the prevailing charge at a large hospital system that's $14,000, and then you start to hear stories about, well, when I had my ankle surgery done at Surgery Center of Oklahoma, it was an incredible outcome. And oh, by the way, the surgeon was the same surgeon that could have performed the surgery at the big hospital for orders of magnitude more money. That's when the light bulb moment starts to come about. We're talking with Jay Kempton, the president and CEO of Kempton Group. And you mentioned quality before and, you know, that notion that if I had another zero onto this medical service, it's got to be better, right? And that just thought is so pervasive and it's so toxic in the minds of everyday Americans that you're absolutely right. We have a lot of bad habits to break. But what your example you just said was an example of high quality care. And I always like to you know, ask different types of physicians and people in the medical world what their definition of quality is. But hearing your what you just said right there, I mean, it sounds like the Kempton Group views quality as we're going to fix you up 
and you're not going to have to come back and you're going to actually learn about ways to stay healthier as a patient. Am I getting close to that? Yeah, absolutely. That that's a, you know avoiding the claim is always the best cost containment strategy. You know, having healthier folks and and we could have a whole nother show. I'm sure you've had many shows uh, regarding direct primary care and 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 how that can can bring value and and really round out a health plan and and healthfulness within an employee population. But you know, back to the quality question. In almost every other part of the economy, higher price does mean higher quality. I'm a car guy, so it certainly works in automobiles, works generally in technology. But, you know, in healthcare, the price and quality uh, relationship is actually inverse. And the reason behind that is because in healthcare, there is really not any direct cash and quality based competition going on. So when you have a dysfunctional marketplace, then you generally see higher costs and lower quality when medical providers in a given community have less competition. In order for a medical provider to play and win in a functioning healthcare economy where the price is demanded and or required up front before they get work on the patient because the patient is educated and price sensitive, then in order to really compete and win in that space, you have to have as a medical provider an eye towards efficiency. You have to have great outcomes, low complications, low or non-existent infection. Because if you do have those things and the medical provider is offering their prices or their services on a bundled basis where the outcome is guaranteed or where they have to stand behind that outcome, they're simply not going to be able to play in this space if they have problems with quality. They can certainly lie or pay for higher quality ratings through a number of quality services, uh, rating services out there. But if their own revenue is attached to the outcome, where if it's a bad outcome, it erodes what they get paid because they're responsible for fixing the problem, that completely changes the power dynamic when it comes to quality. Jay, we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, Freedom Doc. Are you a physician looking to break free from the constraints of insurance-based healthcare? Do you dream of having a great practice and being able to actually see your family during the evenings and weekends? Then you need to check out Freedom Doc, leading provider of direct primary care services. The innovative approach to building practices empowers physicians to provide personalized, patient-centered care without the burden of insurance billing and reimbursement. With Freedom Doc, you'll have the freedom to spend more time with your patients, build stronger relationships, and achieve better health outcomes. And that's not all. With Freedom Doc, you also have access to a support team plus a suite of tools and services that will help you run your practice more efficiently and effectively. From a guaranteed income, dedicated advertising and marketing budgets, to electronic health records and patient engagement tools, we've got you covered. So if you're ready to take your practice to the next level, join the DPC movement and become a Freedom Doc physician today. Visit our website, freedomdoc.care. To learn more and schedule a consultation with one of our experts, Freedom Doc, the future of healthcare. We're back to our show with Jay Kempton, the president and CEO of Kempton Group. Jay, we spent the majority of the first half of this episode talking about Kempton Group. One last follow up question there Why aren't other consultants, other advisors, why aren't they following the same model and same principles that you've installed in your business? 
Well, a lot of them are. It seems to grow more and more every year, but the majority are not. And the reason is because most of the consultant community, um, broker community, they are wed to the large carriers. Whether the large carriers provide a fully insured program or even self-funded administrative services, those programs are all kind of built on the same chassis. Opaqueness is really part and parcel of those products. The networks are the, the preferred provider networks that the carriers have constructed. That's really their work product. They view those discount arrangements as really their large value add. That's how they compete with other carriers is how who's in your network and what kind of a discount can you provide. Those discount structures really create the perfect smokescreen for pricing abuse, which is very ironic, uh, especially since if you talk to a carrier, they will tell you that that's their primary way of controlling cost, which it certainly is not effective in that realm. But yeah, the, the broker community and the consultant community, if the carriers are not interested in it, like direct contracting, like empowering employees and participants to go out and seek value on their own outside of the carrier framework, then the carriers are very much against that. And so therefore the consultants and the brokers are also against it because they look to the carriers for their income. Incentives, right? It always comes down to incentives. How are you paid? Jay, I want to switch gears, talk about the Free Market Medical Association, of course, uh, your granddaddy of the FMMA, no offense there, not not uh, okay. saying that you're old or anything, you know, but one of the founders of the Free Market Medical Association. Give us a quick update on the FMMA itself before we talk about the annual convention coming up. Yeah, the FMMA is stronger than ever. We have over 30 uh, local chapters around the country and in different states. We're really starting to see the FMMA start to coalesce in different markets where we're starting to see employers and medical providers coming together and solving local problems, which was really the vision of the Free Market Medical Association. Annual conference this year, I think we already mentioned, is the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of May. It's going to be in Kansas City at the Hotel Kansas City. We are sold out, so no more booth space available, no more sponsorships available, and I think we have less than 10 attendee spaces left before the fire marshal has something to say about it. So that's fantastic. So yeah, we're really excited, and we're uh, the 10 years right around the corner. This is the ninth year, so the, the 10 year, we're already starting to plan on that, and it's going to be a blowout. Love it. I love it. I can't believe it's been 10 years already, Jay. Time flies when you're having fun. And of course, you know, obviously here at Healthcare Americana and Freedom Health Works, we're big fans of the FMA Active Chapter Leaders. FMA has been a title sponsor of our show for, for quite some time now. So appreciate it. And, and you guys keep inviting me back as a host. So I don't know what's, what's wrong with y'all, but I, I, uh, I enjoy doing that and, uh, being able to participate in the actual conference itself. Jay, for those people listening, what's the best way if they're saying, you know, the FMMA sounds like something I need to learn more information about. I want to be involved. I want to make a difference locally. I want to find like-minded people. What's the best way for them to learn about their options and really get involved? Yeah, I think we're reaching out to the FMMA directly. You can go to fmma.org, find all of the contact information there. You can also see a list of the members 
We have a tremendous section regarding media where we try to highlight different speakers and, and different thought leaders that are in the free market medical movement as well, whether they be employers, consultants, third-party administrators, or medical providers. So um, that'd be the first stop for sure. And Jay, last question for you around the FMMA, just in case somebody listens to this episode and they're like, wow, I, I'm listening to this episode and they're talking about a convention that was in the past. What does the future look like for the FMMA? I know you mentioned the 10-year anniversary coming up, but the FMMA does so many different things throughout the 11 months that there isn't an annual convention. What does the rest of 2023 and into 2024 look like? Yeah, so there's two things that we're going to be really working on, not only at the national level, but also at the local chapter level. One of them is the FMMA has hired a world-renowned consultant, communications consultant, that is going to be working with the Free Market Medical Association and the local chapters on how to communicate. I mean, this was your... Your uh, podcast here is, is very apropos because you asked me to come on and help explain free market healthcare and, and how people can learn more and how to look at things. And, and that's been the, probably the biggest challenge is trying to get people from an entitlement mentality when they look at healthcare to more of an ownership mentality. And so we're stepping up, we're hiring a communication consultant that's helped movements across the country gain momentum and refine their messaging. So that's going to be a big thing for 2023 at the FMMA. The other one is reaching out to the medical student community to try to get the younger generation of med students involved and make them aware of the alternative healthcare economy that, that is uh, really starting to flourish out there. They get so much propaganda from the from their medical schools. There's there needs to be another voice, and so we've partnered pretty closely with the Benjamin Rush Institute, which I would certainly encourage your listeners to seek out. Benjamin Rush Institute. It is a free market based medical uh, association, really geared towards educating the next generation of med students on freedom and liberty in healthcare. Jay Kempton, president and CEO of Kempton Group and co-founder of the Free Market Medical Association. Jay, it is always a pleasure. I look forward to seeing you very soon. Absolutely, Chris. Thanks for having me. That's going to do it for this episode of Healthcare Americana. If you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out online at healthcareamericana.com to catch previous episodes. Subscribe to our mailing list and visit our online store. Once again, I am your host, Christopher Habig. Thanks for listening. Check out healthcareamericana.com to hear all our episodes, visit the shop, and learn more about the podcast. Healthcare Americana is produced by Taylor Scott and iPodcast Pro and managed by Melissa Turpin. Healthcare Americana is brought to you by Freedom Health Works and Freedom Doc. If you've been struggling to get the care you need and the access you want, it's time to join your local Freedom Doc. Visit freedomdoc.care to find the practice location nearest you. Whether you're a patient, employer, or physician, the Free Market Medical Association can facilitate and assist you in your free market healthcare journey. The foundation of our association is built upon three pillars, price, value, and equality, with complete transparency in everything we do. Our goal is simple, match willing buyers with willing sellers of valuable healthcare services. Join us and help accelerate the growth of the free market healthcare revolution. For more information on the Free Market Medical Association, visit fmma.org. Hi again, everyone. This is Chris.
At Healthcare Americana, we're always on the lookout for great stories to tell in the healthcare industry. And we'd like to hear yours. Check out healthcareamericana.com and send us your ideas for episodes or if you'd like to be a guest. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy it.